Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Truth Talk, the B3 podcast. It's your girl, Eileen Queen. And today we have two lovely guests with us and we'll let them introduce themselves. But first, Oz, take it away. What's going on, y'all? Thank y'all for joining us again for another episode. We're glad y'all are here with us. And yeah, like we said, we have two great, wonderful guests with us today. And we're just going to let them introduce themselves and we'll get started from there. So whoever wants to go first. Okay, I will go first. Hi, everybody. My name is Sarah Amoyao. I'm 24 years old. Um, A fun fact about me is that I sing and I currently work in the education technology field with marketing, but also I'm in the nonprofit performing arts space. So, hi. Great to be here. Great to have you. It's a busy woman right there. (laughs) My gentleman that's here with us. Hello, everyone. My name is Sadie Pei. I'm 22 years old, and right now I'm currently working in the uh, insurance industry, but I'm specifically uh, focusing on the IT side of that. And I'm also a master's student at uh, Towson University. And a fun fact? A uh, quick fun fact about me is that I share um, my birthday with um, Liberia, where my parents were born. So yeah, it's uh, definitely a great uh, coincidence to be born on their special day. Yes, sir, man has a crazy birthday party every year. Just I was about to say, <laughs> situation. Um, so today, you guys, our topic or our title for this episode is Lonely, Lust, and Love. Um, so Valentine's Day is coming up and we just wanted to drop some gems on this month of love, which is also Black History Month. So much love to our culture and just our history. Um, so we're just going to hop right into the questions and get started. So for our two lovely guests, the people want to know, are you currently in a relationship? What is your relationship status? That goes anywhere from single, taken, it's complicated, healing. We want to know. <laughs> um, I am completely single. As single as possible. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to make sure that was known. And there's no confusion anyway. No confusion. No. <laughs> as possible. And say do. For me, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for almost three years now. So, yeah, wow. it's been pretty great. God bless you. That's amazing. And Oz, what about you? I, oh. I don't think I ever got to ask you. I'm joining my sister, Sarah. I'm also completely, wholly, fully single. <laughs> as single as single can be. S-I-N-G-L-E. Once again, that's S-I-N-G-L-E. Yeah, that's me. Bingo. Okay, but um, I am healing. I'm currently healing and single. We love it. We love it. Cool, cool, cool. Thank y'all so much for, you know, just getting us started with that. And that's going to take us into our next question, right? <clears throat> so for the three or the four of us that are single, I mean, say you can also answer this question as well, because you know what I'm saying? You're, you're your own person. What do you like or what do you love about being in your own company since you are single? You can take a second. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I just love honestly, I've I've always loved being alone and it's weird. Not I love community and I love my friends, but like I I need my alone time. And I feel like being single for such a long time has given me the chance to get to know myself and like genuinely enjoy my company to the point where like the thought of adding another person to my space is like, I genuinely have to enjoy your company just as much as I enjoy my own because it's just like, wow, you're really killing my vibe. So uh, yeah, that, uh, that does, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Seth? Uh, for me, um, I'm not single, but whenever I'm not with my partner, um, just to have that, you know, that self alone time and really, you know, get to unwind and continue to just learn more about yourself. Um, that, that definitely allows me to continue to love myself better so I can love her better. You know what I'm saying? It's because um, once we do connect and, you know, especially since she's kind of farther away from me, um, we don't live in the same area or nothing like that. Um, it definitely allows me to, you know, genuinely miss her 
and you know be able to actually you know express my love um as much as i can when we do um share that actual space together that's good that was a gem by loving yourself it helps you be able to love other people that's what's up and so that brings us actually into our next um, question, which goes back to our title, so Lonely, Lust, and Love. With media in this day and age, how do you think the lines are blurred between um, what love and lust is? Um, Sadie, you can start us off with that. <laughs> I think that's a great question. I mean, you know, ever since we've been like kids, especially now, since we're more in a, um, a tech world where a lot of things are always shed light, you know, with the media and especially um, through film, through uh, what we've seen and in like celebrity culture, stuff like that. Um, I feel like a lot of us have been taught to pretty much always just be thinking about certain things when it comes to trying to pursue um, a relationship. And for me, I know when I was growing up, I always thought about, okay, well, this is what I got to do to please a person. This is what I got to I have to do to actually um, get a partner. And sometimes I'm kind of focused on the physical side of things, you know what I'm saying? Not always the mental aspect, the emotional aspect. So uh, for me, I, I think that while I was growing up, I didn't really take um, ownership of really just developing all the skills that I need to, to be the best partner I can be for that person. And then once I was able to actually get in a relationship, I thought I had it all, but obviously it's like, you know, once you get in a partnership, just like any relationship, friendship or romantic, whatever, you know, there's always a learning curve, especially when you're getting to know that person. And once you start to really um, become more comfortable with them, start having more open discussions with them, being vulnerable and all that, that's, just, that's when you can really start to understand how to love someone the right way. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, I feel like we try to use others, um, you know, the, like the people in our lives um, to kind of like guide us how to love. And sometimes people don't have that, you know, they're not around um, the, the, the people that actually show a healthy relationship. So yeah, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a loaded question, but I feel like for me, we can't always utilize the media to, to see what is a healthy relationship because we as people, we're learning as we, you know, as we involve. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to understand what can you do for yourself? Yeah, that was, good. No, I, that was really good. Um, and, I, and I definitely agree. And I was thinking about like with my roles, I have a hand in marketing and I have a hand in media and like the images that are constantly fed to us are done very intentionally. And we get desensitized to things so easily and we don't even realize it, especially now. That's why I like I was having a conversation with my little sister every uh, the other day and it's like to them because they grew up constantly seeing things on social media and it doesn't phase them like something that can make us go like oh my god like a 14 year old is like oh another one and that comes to traumatic things that comes to like lustful things They're, we're just being fed all these things all the time and um I feel like for me personally it takes a real relationship with God and then a real understanding of like what love actually is because I think we have to fall in love with ourselves we have to fall in love with God and we have to fall in love with our friends because realistically the relationships I have with my friends right the way that we interact with each other the way that my family interacts with each other now I have this standard of love where there's no physicality involved and like I'm loved so deeply that I can't imagine being in a relationship with someone where like we don't have the intimacy on a mental or emotional level because I'm like, I have these loving relationships around me. So I feel like it's been really important for me to develop that. And kind of like what you were saying, like develop that as an individual because otherwise like you're going to be fed these images and it's the standard now, like in the world, sex is the standard, like people just do it, right? Nobody's thinking like, you're the outlier if you think like, let me save myself. And um, I mean, I, I hope that it, it doesn't stay like that, but at, at the same time, it's like, we have to be aware of these things and make our decisions for ourselves. Yeah. Jumping, both of y'all jumping all the way ahead. You know, you- Yeah, answer. no, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's some great stuff. So I have a follow-up question. Um, like both of you are talking about with the media and the images were shown, it's oftentimes, you know, shown to us that I think, and today we see that people are much more infatuated with 
the idea of relationship versus like what it actually takes to be in a loving, healthy relationship. So what do you think is like the disconnect between, you know, what people see, like, do you think it's the cause of the media or just people aren't really paying attention to what it actually takes or people being lied to about what a relationship really is? Or is it really just people just only care about taking pictures or, you know, the idea of having that person there with them rather than actually having a healthy, loving relationship? Well, for me, I feel like I, I don't want to be biased, but I feel like at times people really they can't they have like a, you know, their their lens and relationship um, is kind of jaded. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like they want all the highs of being in a, a really healthy you know relationship with someone that understands them, someone that's going to be there for them, um, someone that actually, you know, shows that uh, that, you know, reciprocates the energy. But you have to understand like a relationship is, you know, it's actual work. You have to be committed to it every day. There's going to be certain things that, you know, it might not please you in the moment or it might not be in your favor, but that's when like compromise, um, you know, actually being open to having those uncomfortable discussions um, and, you know, actually just learning how to actually be in a real partnership. Because for me, I feel like some people, they kind of, they get, they shut down once they don't get things their way, you know, if, if that makes sense. I feel like that's why they call it the honeymoon uh, phase or whatever. You know, a new relationship, you get in it, everything's real good. You know, you're just really starting to figure out this um, person that you're with. Um, you know, obviously, if you're attracted to them, uh, looks are definitely going to be really high um, in the first uh, couple of months or whatever. And then once they actually start to really get into the relationship, they start to, you know, get complacent. And then that kind of can lead them to say, okay, well, do I actually like this person for who they are? Or did I like them for what I found when we first met? You know what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like there's a lot of different factors. And also, I don't want to um, not shed light on this. It's also trauma. Like a lot of trauma can affect how people approach relationships in general. You know what I'm saying? So if, if someone's have had pretty bad relationships or, you know, they've been hurt, um, that's going to obviously impact how, you know, they, they start to look at people and, you know, obviously trust issues can build and being really private with certain things to share, all that um, definitely is involved. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot of different factors to why people want a relationship, but they might not always be ready for that relationship. Yes. Wow. Yeah. No, that was really good. And I mean, Sarah, if you, if you're ready to go, you can go or I can go. Yeah. Okay. Take us away, boss. <laughs> um, but no, just speaking on what Sadu said about like the trauma and everything. So, you know, we started off by asking what everybody's relationship status was. And so, you know, I'm going to be very honest and just open and transparent. And hopefully, you know, other people can take a little something <laughs> from from that but like we said like well like we stated traumas um so I said like for me my relationship status quote-unquote is like single and healing um and one thing that I you know learned um as far as like traumas are concerned when it comes to getting in relationships or having healthy relationships is basically one thing that we've said since the beginning is like it starts with self-love but even deeper than that, it starts with like self-realization and self-reflection. Um, a lot of people aren't very cognizant of the traumas that they have, you know, because it's things that we've kind of internalized growing up. So maybe you did come from a background where you didn't see a healthy relationship. And so you picked up certain things, you know, certain things became norm. You desensitized certain things that you know, when you start actually trying to be in a healthy relationship, if you haven't come to terms with those things, if you haven't dealt with those things, like, why do I react this way when somebody, you know, are triggers and everything like that? If you're not aware of those, you can find yourself in a position where you're either repeating those like same toxic things that you internalize um, or you can find yourself in a place where you're trying to run away from them so much so that you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to actually be in a healthy space and so just with that like y'all <laughs> you have to really take the time to understand where you're at like understand um, your past hurts um, from like your 
um, not necessarily relationships that you've been in, but maybe ones that you've witnessed, like from your parents or whatever, and be able to take that and say, okay, so this happened, but how can I, you know, how can I make this change for myself so that I don't end up in this same um, space and everything and just, you know, be willing to work at it every day. It starts with self-love to be able to, you know, prepare yourself for somebody else. And I actually saw this quote today that says, um, like, you don't have any control over what you learned as a, I'm trying to pull it up, Lord. But it basically says you're not responsible for the programming you received as a child. You are, however, 100% responsible for fixing it as an adult. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, we don't want to, you know, continue these these generational curses, these toxic attributes, you know, and then pass it on to our kids. Like we want to stop it where, stop it with us basically. So healthy relationships, all 2K forever. <laughs> Gems, okay. Yeah, yo fumble last time. You got it right today. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's tough. What was, you no, know, I want to make sure, what was the original question? Can you ask it one more time? Yeah, no problem. The original question was, how are the lines blurred between people wanting an actual healthy relationship or mm -hmm. people being infatuated with, with the idea of being in a relationship? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can speak to my experience. So, like, I was definitely extremely sheltered before going to college. And so, and my mom has always said about me, like, my head is always in the clouds. So I'm very, I very much grew up thinking my life was like a romantic comedy and I'm, I'm just the star of it. And, you know, so everything's just going to happen like the princess diaries and that's just my life. And so like, I'm, I'm definitely idealistic. I'm definitely optimistic about everything. So going into my first, like, like real romantic encounter, let's call it that in college, <laughs> in college, I was just like, oh, well, I'm a nice person, you're a nice person, everything's gonna be fine. And like, that's just the way that it's supposed to go. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I was pressed for, you know, like like the Instagram post and all that, but I definitely had like this, like this standard of like, we're supposed to be good, like this is supposed to be a fairy tale. And like, that was my idea of it. But it wasn't until I really had some real life experiences that I was just like, okay, like that, that's not even, that's not even what I want. Like, I don't want to be happy all the time or fake happy all the time. Cause that's not even, that's not even truth. Like that's not real. Like the, like the people nearest and dearest to me have seen me at my worst. And it's like, what have we been able to build that I can get to a place that I can trust you to see me at my worst and like not be afraid or, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, and I think for me, like, I, I don't think I'm in a place where I'm like healing and I'm still like raw. I think where I'm constantly healing and growing from things in my whole life and I'm going to continuously work to be better. But um, I wanted to speak to that mental health piece because I feel like it's so important, especially coming from African households, especially growing up in a, like a black community. Like we all know doesn't like nobody wants to talk about it. And um it's crazy because I like I go to therapy because okay like I go right and I think that it's amazing and I feel like even when I feel like I'm an amazing fully healed person I'm still gonna go because there's still stuff that I can work on to be better so why would I want to be in a relationship with somebody who's not self-aware with somebody who says that's just the way I am or oh my goodness that's dangerous that's very dangerous we will talk about that sorry continue that's just the way i am or like doesn't take accountability for their actions or isn't actually working to like say like i don't want to be like this <laughs> like i don't want to do this i don't want to walk aimlessly through life and i feel like this is this is a whole nother thing but like whatever energy you're putting into yourself you should at least want your partner to be putting that same amount of energy into themselves like and I mean that spiritually mentally emotionally financially okay like can we at least be oh, at the same starting point that's facts and I think you touched on the good piece <laughs> about being self-aware right even like even for myself right now I'm single but it was some situations where I was in on like all right you you know everything looks good in the moment 
sometimes things can move things can move fast but i think that's where it's important for you to be aware of your surroundings you know you sometimes you need to take a second stop and evaluate the situation you're in you know so i found myself in a situation where okay like wait a minute relax this this looks good you're this looks like it's going to be cool but take a second look around you are you sure you're really ready for this right i think i saved myself a lot of heartache and saved other people a lot of heartache as well by being able to stop and say, okay, this is cool, but you need to relax. This is not where you need to be going right now. You know, and I think that's sometimes a lot of people aren't able to do that, right? They run the red light and they go and they crash because where they should have stopped, they kept going, right? And they're thinking, okay, I'm good. I can, this could be cool. Well, maybe if I just do this, I can try it. When really in reality, you need to take that time to stop and make sure you're good before you go and impose yourself on somebody else. So I think self-awareness is very important when it comes to stuff like that as well. No, that's, that's very much facts, y'all. And even just to touch on that from like personal experience, like it's not just like being self-aware and then also setting boundaries. Like you don't like healthy boundaries um, because uh, again, we get caught on the infatuation. And let me just say this in case nobody ever said it, love is not enough. Like, um, and that sounds very crazy to say, but love is not enough. Like, it's, it goes back to what Sarah said. It goes back to what every everyone's touched on. Like you have to, it goes past that. You can love someone and you can see their potential, but all potential is, is potential. If there isn't anything, you know, that is being intentional about, okay, let me, like, I know, okay, for example, I know in the past I've had these um, daddy issues or whatever, and I know that I don't want this to transfer into like my future relationships. So I can't stop at that's just who I am. Like you have to be intentional, like, okay, this is who I was. Um, but I know that I can be better. Like I like what you said, I feel like it has to always be a thing where we're working to be our best selves and not just for anybody else, but like you should never settle at like, you shouldn't even be complacent with yourself. Like it should never be a, that's just how I am. It's like, no, each and every day, I want to work to be the better version of myself, not necessarily for someone else, but just for myself. So that's, yeah, that's, that's really important. And that kind of ties and we kind of answered this question already, but um, if you're quote unquote, the one met you right now, are you who they're praying for? And for say you just think about before, <laughs> before <laughs> you and your, and your girlfriend, you know, got together, your partner got together. Were you in a place where that's who, were you the person she was looking for when you met her, when she met you, when y'all met each other? Anybody can start. Take y'all time. Yeah, I had to, I had to process that. I had to actually, I had to think about 19 year old me. I was like, oh. Shoot, what's wow, that? 19? <laughs> yeah, I was 19 when I got in my relationship. You've been so. out the game a long time, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that actually, I mean, I, I could probably just answer it. That can go into my answer, to be honest. I feel like um, when I first met my, my girlfriend, um, Erica, um, I felt like it was actually, you know, it, it's crazy. It's crazy because I was coming off a, a real toxic situation um it, you know and and the person that I was um quote unquote like messing with you know I wanted something serious with them and they didn't and they were just trying to you know pull my strings for like over a year and a half you know what I'm saying so um I've always been like serious I've always been really uh, a one woman type person I always you know I never really had time to mess with multiple people and stuff like that um just because of like obviously being faithful and you know obviously just sharing those experiences with one person that's how I was brought up that's how I view my relationships um and obviously like going to marriage that's how I want to be so coming to um my situation I was just like okay well it started off as just being friends um uh, with my girlfriend and at the time I was just like okay well like, right now I don't want to rush anything I just want to um really just find myself and you know just enjoy that semester um, with new people. And then uh, I met my girlfriend um, and, you know, we just clicked, you know, I realized when I met her, I was like, I don't know where you've been, but it's like, man, you, you realize like the female version of myself. Like I can, I can just be around you. Like we have been knowing each other for years. So that's how the vibe was. Um, 
and and I feel like for her, she really gravitated to me because of a, a lot of the um, shared experiences um, that we had, and also um, my my personality to be really open, to be really bubbly, um, and, and and be able to be real vulnerable and real transparent, um, especially early as we were getting to know each other. So I, I feel like once I knew that, yeah, like I want to be with her, it, it was very clear to me. Um, I, I still remember the actual day. I still remember the exact moment where I knew, yeah, like I want to be with this girl. Um, so to answer your question, I pray that it was, uh, that I was the partner for her. I mean, like I said, um, you know, obviously almost three years in, I feel like I'm still not even the best version of myself. And that's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I still have a lot of time to continue to grow, um, to become not just the best version of myself, but obviously the best partner for her. And then obviously the best servant um, that I can be for the Lord. Because like I said, I, I thank God every day that he, provided me this path that I'm on right now and then obviously um to to lead me to my girlfriend because I feel like she really came at a time that if if she didn't come at that time I don't know where I'm at today with like how I view relationships and stuff like that that was so beautiful oh really was y'all he is not a scrub he is a maturing man okay sorry go ahead Sarah um that is such an interesting question um I don't know the answer. So if I met the one today, like, am I the person I think that he's praying for? Mm -hmm. I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, but I guess for me, like, like my answer is, I don't know, but I would say that like, um, I know that I'm a person who like, I, I'm constantly evolving because me from a year ago, I'm just like, girl, what were you doing? Me from two years ago, I'm like, girl, I wouldn't even hang out with you. Three years ago, I'm definitely walking by you. Like, we're not friends. So it's just like, and the further back you go, the worse it gets. Um, oh my God. God for grace. Um, but it's just like, I know that I'm constantly evolving. And I know that one thing that I want to look for in a partner is somebody that's constantly growing and constantly seeking to better themselves in every single way. So like, the fact that I am a person who constantly wants to grow makes me feel like I, I am the one that the one is praying for. But <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to be fully committed to like taking care of somebody else's needs. So that would be my only reason why I would say I don't know because I don't know if I like I don't know if I feel like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, at some point in my life, I will definitely feel like it. But I don't know if I feel like it yet. So I'm enjoying singleness. Yeah. No, that's that's honestly a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing. But for sure, I agree. Growing. And I think that's all we can do, right? That's all we can ask for is just growth each and every day um, in ourselves. Even me, let me too. Me too, let me answer the question. Queen, you can go after me. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm going to say no, but that's not a bad thing. I think that works for me as well because it's being aware of where I'm at, right? Like you said, you want to be a person that's constantly growing. Right now, the stage of my life, if I know if she meets me today, you need to come back, you know, just do another lap and come back and meet me, you know, <laughs> in a little bit, you know, because it's still things you know, for me. I know about myself that I'm trying to work on, um, things that I want, goals that I want to reach in my life. And some, some goals you can only reach when you're by yourself, you know, some things you have to really focus on yourself and be disciplined and just have that space to only focus on you. I don't think right now I have the capacity to fully focus on myself and give her that much love and attention that she would deserve. So I think, no, not right now, but maybe in a year or two or however long it takes for me to, you know, reach the goal that I set for myself or the goals that I set for myself, then maybe that answer will change. Um, so I actually have to agree with Oz. Um, also, just going back to what I said initially, healing, um, it takes time. And I have to give myself the grace to heal um, and then also just deal with um, like my own past traumas and certain toxic attributes that I have that, you know, I might not have even realized that I had in the past. 
So I have to work on myself and make sure that I'm in the best pace in the best space possible. Um, and, and just love myself, you know, unconditionally so that when somebody else does come, um, because I do find myself in that, I'm just a nice person type of space, like I can set those healthy boundaries um, and not compromise who I am um, for somebody else. Um, so I would, I would have to say no as well. Um, come back and like, Come back by August when it gets hot outside. I promise I'll be. Hibernation. <laughs> Hibernation season. <laughs> well, but, uh, that was really good, though. I think that's important because I feel like me and you can be similar in that way, in that we're, we're, I was at a certain stage in my life very willing to overextend myself. Like, and I was very much a people pleaser. Like, Sarah, can you come drop me off some Skittles in Virginia real quick? I'm like, okay, I guess I'll come after class after I get off of work. And then like, and then I would do it like, what? Like, what? And that's not even to me, like, that's not even having a good heart. <laughs> let me fully explain. <laughs> like, let me fully explain. That's not even like, oh, Sarah's such a good person. That's just like, girl, like, that's not cute. Go to bed, like, go to sleep. And <laughs> that's one of the things that I've really had to learn like setting boundaries and it's like I do not want to be in a relationship until I'm able to like be like no I can't do this right now and not feel any type of way like I don't feel bad for saying no so yeah yeah no facts facts we are gonna keep it honest with y'all man because we all gotta grow out here you hear <laughs> so that leads me to my next question for y'all though so we just asked about if someone were to meet you would you be the person? Now we're thinking, let's flip it to the other side. What do you need to see? Or for say, what did you need to see before you will be able to say, yes, this is the this is what I'm looking for. I'm ready to lock in. Or like, like nah, this is not what I'm looking for. I'm let me go the other direction. Um, I can start. Um what did I what did I see in my girlfriend when I first met her? Okay, so I mean, first off, like when I first saw her, I was like, wow, this girl's pretty. You know, obviously, of course, yes. I, I, you know, attract. I cannot lie. I cannot lie. It's real. Attraction is real. So like, and, and people like, and and it's a it's a simple fact. People like being around other people that they find attractive. That's just a human fact. Yeah. It don't matter. So like, I saw her. I was like, oh yeah, she's really pretty. But then again, I had started, you know, as friends. So like, I didn't rush into just really focusing on her looks. You know, I really wanted to continue to learn like how she, um, you know, learn like what stuff bothers her, learn, um, you know, what what's something that she's trying to grow from, you know, uh, what's, some, what's her passions? You know, I really wanted to understand her as, whole, as a whole. Um, and, and once, I started to see her in different um, situations and just was able to hear her express herself and really um, just, you know, show like her true self. That's when I started to see certain characteristics that I was like, okay, like, yeah, I, I can definitely see how we are really compatible. Like I said, um, at first, when we first met, I remember, you know, we were, we'd be studying because we had the same class together. We'd be studying, we have a study sessions and we'd be having heart to heart conversations that not really many people really have once they meet someone new and like a classmate. Like you wouldn't have these type of situations with a classmate, you know what I'm saying? But um, for, for us, it was just like, okay, well, I understood like things that she really valued and I could see like, okay, this is something that I really, um, I, I like that as well. And once we started to, you know, just build that rapport and, you know, really just started to have that communication be open and, and flowing consistently, that's when I was like, okay, well, let me see how we are when we are out at different, like, you know, situations, like different uh, areas. Like, for example, we went to a party together. Like me, I'm, I'm really open, you know, I'm really, I'm just a people person, um, like Sarah. Like I used to be a people pleaser and I noticed how she, wasn't as like that and I was like you know what I respect that I like that a lot you know what I'm saying I'm trying to get to that point because at the because like I said um before I met her 
I was in a situation where I was just doing too much for that last person. I would, oh, if they, they call me, oh, can you pick me up? I'm downtown, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, I got you, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So I would do so much that they wasn't doing for me. And once I started seeing that in my partner, um, I was like, you know what? I really, I really like her vibe. I like how she's just really independent. She don't care what others think. She doesn't care. Um, you know, she, she really wants to focus on herself and continue to just, you know, level up. And I was like, man, I want, I want her. I want her because like, I can see myself continue to build myself while also seeing her grow and be her best self. You know what I'm saying? So that's how it was for me when I first met her. But um, like I said, it's, it's not over, you know, we're continuously, you know, growing It's you know, I'm not at my best version. And I know she sees that in myself and she's patient with that. And that's why I really love her, um, you know, because she knows that I'm trying and I know that she's trying. And once we have that mutual respect and once we, um, we can see eye to eye and all that, I think that's the reason why, like, we've made it this far, you know what I'm saying? But that's just on my end. More power to y'all, man. We love to see it. Yeah. Um. So, like, what what do I want to see that would make me be like, yeah, and um, what what would make me say no? Mm-hmm. Um. So the more time that I've spent with myself, especially during this pandemic, y'all, because you know we're just literally sitting in our rooms thinking about our lives. Um. <laughs> but the more time that I spend with myself, I'm just like, okay, like. I, I definitely am really good at knowing what I don't like, but I'm not always the best at saying what I actually do. Like I could definitely have one conversation with somebody and be like, no, like, no. And, <laughs> but um, I know for a fact, and I, I won't say like my whole list, but like, um, I know for a fact that relationship with God is number one because, and I don't mean like you go to church. Like, I mean, you to him like you're dependent on him like you read your actual bible like the book and you take the notes like and you've devoted your life to him and I I've been in situations before where like we weren't equally yoked let me say that because I actually had a relationship with God and theirs was more surface level and it gets to a point where like for me like at this point at this stage in my walk I'm fully dependent on God's grace, like to, to function at a certain level. So when I'm loving people, my family, my friends, myself, it's an overflow of that love from that relationship. And if you don't know how to love me the way that God loves me, then like, there's just, there's just a lot of disconnect. Like when we have certain arguments, we really didn't need to have them. And it's only because like, we're not coming from the same place. So that's number one. Then you also need to be, I need, I need to be challenged. Like I need to have a conversation that stumps me because like, like I, you, I mean, I just, I just don't have that a lot. You know what I'm saying? And not, and not to sound some type of way, but like, I want somebody who like is well-read and intelligent and who can act, who's like a deep thinker. And that's why self-awareness is so important to me because I feel like that is a, a form of, actual emotional intelligence and you have to be funny because if you're not funny then we won't even make it one day like we won't. those are oh did i say the nose no the nose oh i said nose right yeah you did yeah <laughs> oh, you meant like the nose i'm like wait what is going on my fault what? Uh, yeah. 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 Wow. That bad. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Sorry, but no, I definitely agree with that. Um, and so, something that Sarah touched on was like, it can't be a situation where you just go to church or you just, you know, you say you love God, but you know, you love God on, on one day a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but no, um, and that doesn't mean, you know, you have to come all figured out or all together because God meets us exactly where we are. But I know for me, one of my biggest things, especially now, is something that we've touched on already. It's just, you have to be intentional about growing each and every day. Like, 
it, it doesn't even, because we're not allowed, I mean, now we're not allowed, but we don't have any authority to be able to, you know, kind of level where somebody is in their walk. Like I have no, no authority to be able to say, oh, you're, you're down here and I'm up here because that's not the case at all. Lord knows I am a mess and he is working on me in and through my mess. Um, but it's just like, you have to be intentional about it. Like you got to be seeking him, not for me, not to be with me, not because that's what attracts me or that's something that we can, you know, talk over, but for you, because that is literally the only way that we are going to be able to love each other. Um, and love in a sense of what, the Bible says, y'all, 1 Corinthians 13, because it is not the same love that gets spit out these days because people like society nowadays has really just, I'm going to say this word wrong, but thwarted. You got it. You got it. Okay. <laughs> the um, Like the definition of, of love and what it looks like and what it's supposed to be. And literally for any relationship, because nobody, no two people are alike and you're never going to fully accept or agree with somebody else unless one person just isn't being their genuine self. Like you'll never be able to always get along with someone or to be a perfect match for someone or anything like that. But it's two people, um, someone explained it to me in this analogy before. It's like, it's two people who love God. So you have the two sides of like a triangle and where they meet is the fact that they both love of that one God and that is where you can take those two and you know become one and become functional because we're not loving how the world sees it but we're loving um like Sarah as an overflow of the love that we get from him and you know the love that we have for him um can I add to that too because yeah like um no what you were saying was really good because I was like it's it's like wherever you are in your walk like that's I love you, but you know, that's not my business. Like you have your relationship with God. That's why I always emphasize, like, I, I want you to like have a dependence on him because the reason why I describe my relationship with God as the dependence on him is because I know that like, I need that much grace because I know, like, I remember, like, I, I, I know, <laughs> I know myself, like I, I have been and can be a hot mess. And so I'm fully dependent on the grace of God so like I need someone to have that understanding and I feel like you illustrated that perfectly yeah I just want to touch on like what you were saying like it's it's more sometimes people can when you say well you need to have a relationship with God people can you know, kind of feel some type of way like well why are you trying to like they make it seem as if you're trying to judge them or yeah. love them for who they are but you have to think about it in in this way like if I say I love God and my whole life is going to be you know revolving how that my relationship with him is it's going to affect everything, all parts of me. It's going to affect the way I handle my finances, mm -hmm. it's going to affect the way I want to raise my kids, the way I live my life, the way I handle my anger. And so even if coming from that direction, if the way I want to handle my money is based off God and the way you want to handle your money is based off yourself, then we're at a disconnect. And that's just going to keep happening in every section of your life. So it's a lifestyle that you're living, right? It's a lifestyle change. And if two people live in two different lifestyles, it's going to be very hard for you to connect and come and meet as one, you know? So it just really touches on all levels of your life. That's good. And that brings us into our next and well, our next question. Why is it that in this day and age, we've put such an emphasis on not being vulnerable or showing emotion with others? Like, why is it that, you know, when a guy's really feeling a girl or a girl's really feeling the guys, you know, you're considered a simp? For me, as I, I feel like growing up, a lot of men um we're, we're really taught to be you know tough we're really you know be be smooth but don't don't do too much you know what i'm saying be cool um don't really show don't be don't show all your emotions all the time especially publicly you know what i'm saying you can you can do it on the side you can text your girl you know blah say blah but like don't don't do that in front of the guys you know what i'm saying don't you know what i'm saying don't be lovey-dovey that's you know stuff like that but um for me it's like why not just be myself why would I hold that in you know what I'm saying like why would I want to keep that private now now it's good to keep certain things private not everything is out there you know not everything should be broadcasted not everything should be just be out there but like my 
feelings towards my woman like why would I keep that to myself if I want to show my love publicly um or I guess now by like social media or whatever um when I want to that's my right and you're not gonna you shouldn't look at me any less or any differently because I show affection to my my partner in a way that you might not view it as like you know acceptable or cool or manly or whatever it's like a lot of these stuff man there, there's just unwritten rules there's no there's no certain like there's no law there's no <laughs> no one said oh this is what a real man is like when i hear that when i hear that real man like terminology it's all a facade to me because you determine what type of man you want to be for yourself no other person should define what type of man that you want to be for yourself if you let others really, you know, sway your decision or influence you to, to think a different way, then you're just a follower. Don't be a follower. Be yourself. That's, that's, that's how I feel about, you know, myself and how I view my relationships um, and not just romantic relationship with my girlfriend, but also my friendships with, with my other female friends. Because, like, why would I not show love to them? Why would I not, you know be there as just a protector when I can, or just be a good friend by allowing them to be vulnerable with me. And I do the same thing with them. Why would I, why would I not? Because, oh, I'm a guy. I'm supposed to be tough. Yeah, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all facade. Don't, don't let people, you know, sway your thinking. Y'all, it's a facade. I stamp guys be lovey-dovey on the low, but as soon as they get around, <laughs> I promise you they do. No, they do I, I see it. Like, oh, nah. guys want to be loved just as much as women do. Like, that's they not a problem. down chick. You know, a little sorry, y'all. You know the memes that we see, sorry, y'all, I can't today. And they over there laid up on the couch with their girl. Like, so why is it that you can't just be a man about, you know, the fact that you're feeling your girl and just be like, sorry, brother. It sounds like you were a little hurt because you don't have one, but I'm going to go love on my girl. Anyway. And, 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 to follow, and to follow that, it's like we live in a world where, let's be honest, men, we do a lot of things to impress other men. It's not always, you know, it's not always directly. It's not always like consciously. A lot of it is subconsciously. But- mm -hmm. You see how a lot of people talk to women. You see how a lot of people, um, they behave around women. You know what I'm saying? They try to, you know, be flashy or they try to say some slick stuff um, just to see what their friends will say and just to see what, you know, they get that, I guess, that that yeah. approval from other guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like for me, like, y'all not going to love me the way that my woman will love me. So what am I going, what am I doing to impress you i have nothing to i don't have a reason to impress you mm -hmm. like that's just that's silly to me like why are you doing other things for the approval of other men when you are in a relationship with your partner and i think like it's interesting because mm -hmm. the word i feel like people have tried to take the word simp and blanket it to cover men who show emotion that's incorrect that's Every, every human being is an emotional person. Men who try to act like they don't have emotions either didn't get to see that when they were a child or they just try to act hide who they really are, which is foolish, you know? I think there is definitely, you know, um, people who are out there who I think could be guided a little better in the way they act. Like, for example, if a guy, you know, I think everybody should love themselves, right? I think, if anything, the word people want to call sim, I think that's somebody who's not respecting and loving themselves. Like a guy who is overextending himself for a woman that obviously does not care about him. That's, I guess, the definition of what you would call a sin. That's somebody who needs to reevaluate your situation. Right. Right? Nobody should be out there making themselves look like a fool. You need to love yourself as much as you love, more than you love, well, as much as you love someone else, but you need to focus on yourself first. So if you're out there overextending yourself for someone that's not giving you that back, you need to step back and reevaluate. But a man who simply is just showing his emotion and showing his love for someone else, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. And I think men aren't comfortable doing that, you know, with each other because they haven't seen that. They don't know how to do it. So when it comes visible, they don't know how to respond to that, you know, for somebody that you call your friend for a guy, if some, if you have a guy that you call your friend, your brother, you know, your mans, you should be able to be comfortable and be yourself around that person, right? They shouldn't force you to act any type of different way. If you're my mans and you know, I have a girl that, I, that I'm in a relationship with and I'm, and I'm, I should be, I should be free to tell you about it, right? I should be like, man, I was with my girl the other day. You should be excited to be able to express yourself with your mans because that's your bro. That's someone who's supposed to support you in everything you do. But if you come and, and you're, 
making somebody feel uncomfortable for showing that side of themselves, then you have to really evaluate, either reevaluate the friendship or try to help him explain to him, this is what, it's okay to do this. You know, it's okay to show this side as a man. Yeah, yeah. Y'all said everything. Me and Queen were over here saying, y'all said everything. We were over here laughing because we were thinking about examples. Like, no. <laughs> that was so crazy. I had so many examples in my head. But um, no, y'all said everything. And I feel like, yeah, I, I think that's interesting because I feel like when guys are pursuing a woman, like they, it's like, it's like this weird thing of like how far do I go before I'm like doing too much but then it's like to me I mean of course like don't don't be harassing somebody right but it's also like to me it's like the fact that you're not willing to like go out of your way or be vulnerable or be transparent or be affectionate that's not attractive at all like it's not cute it's like it's just not it's just like okay like bye like why are you even talking to me so I mean, I feel like that takes maturity though. And um, people haven't, people don't have examples of it. So it's like, I, I empathize and I understand, but also like, I'm not going to accept it for myself. Like, I, I think you should get help and you should grow, but like, you are not the one for me if you cannot be vulnerable and honest and transparent. Cause what is this? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Queen. Oh, sorry. Just even an extension of that too, though. It's like, it's a little further than that. Like, if you're going to be vulnerable with me, don't switch it up when your men are around because it goes back to what Sadie said. Like, it, it's a, it, <laughs> at that point, like, why are you trying to show off for a dude? Like, are you trying to get in a relationship with him or with me? Like, <laughs> literally, you know? So it's just like, that doesn't mean now when your guys are around that you have to, um, completely pour yourself out or whatever that's not the case you know th there is limits to it there are barriers to it boundaries to it but don't be telling me how you're feeling me and then your guys come around and you like yeah she all right <laughs> you better keep the same energy are we in middle school no literally like keep the same energy it's either you're feeling me or you're not when they're around and when they're not because yeah and also just even for my because let's take it to the other side so even for my men if you're a man out there who is showing emotion and showing like affection and the woman that you're pursuing is not reciprocating that or they don't like that then please go find yourself someone else right because that's a mature thing to do there's nothing wrong with that bro and that's that's the right thing to do to share with a partner right so if you're trying to share that with a partner and they're not accepting that and they're clowning for it my guy respectfully get up pack your bags and go because there's someone else out there that will appreciate that and that's what mature people do that's how you have a mature relationship with another person oh yeah facts 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 guys it wasn't it's not just for y'all it's also for the women as well because we are in a, in a generation these days where women are trying to be guys quote unquote or trying to think like guys or act like guys or whatever like if that's the case as well and you feel like you're putting yourself out there and she's not appreciating it or she is taking advantage of it or whatever the case may be she is also not the one for you and it like that goes both ways it's not just on one one-sided so yeah but to end it off you guys this is our last question so um we wanted to flip the narrative um, because these days, you know, we've been seeing a lot of people on social media saying how they want to skip over February 14th, skip over Feb February in general and go straight to March. Um, and that's because, you know, they don't have a boo or a bay and they feel like the only way that they can enjoy Valentine's Day is with a boo or a bay. So um, even though you are in a relationship, say do. Hopefully you can answer this objectively. Um, you can answer it for the guys and everything. Um, but how how do you go about celebrating Valentine's Day if you're not in a relationship? I can start. Um, um, but so I plan this Valentine's Day to self-love. 
Um, so love on me. So it's going to be a very, very nice, it's a Sunday, y'all. So we're going to have a nice self-care Sunday. You know, I'm going to light my candles. You know, I'm going to get some good eats because food makes me so happy. I will pop on maybe a nice movie or something. You know, I'll see which one of my friends are also available because I also want to love on them um, because I'm very, very grateful for the people that I have in my corner. And maybe, you know, we can just do a little little movie night or something, something cute, you know, maybe some karaoke or something. But I definitely will be enjoying my Valentine's Day single and healing and having a great time. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I have plans this Valentine's Day. I'm gonna go out to a fancy restaurant. I'm gonna put on a nice dress to have my face beat, my hair done. Actually, I don't want to skip the month of February at all. I have plans this month, okay? Like I've never been upset on a Valentine's Day, like ever. And you guys, like, I don't even know if I said this, this whole conversation, but I've never been in what I consider a real relationship. Like I've never had a boyfriend or anything. So yeah, so I've learned how to like, like last year, or I always go out with my sisters this year, I'm going out with my cousin um, and we're just going to have a great old time. Like, yeah. So just, just go out, have fun. If you want to stay home, stay home. Like you'll be fine. You'll survive. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll I'll answer how I how I kind of viewed it when I was single. Like for me, um, it's just another day to you know show love to you know like Queen was saying to show love to whoever's around. For me, it's like how I was is like okay, well, I want to show love. I want to get you know some candy. I get it from me and my sister. Um, we would just, you know, spend some time together and just, you know, really enjoy just being together. Um, because at that, because before I got in a relationship, obviously, um, there were certain people that I would try to, you know, see what they were doing on Valentine's Day and all that. But it's like, at, you know, at that point, it's like, don't force it. Just enjoy the day. It's another day to be grateful to God, to, you know, just celebrate, you know, just life as a whole and, really just be around whoever that you're around. And I feel like having that type of energy, just like Sarah said, you know, she's going out with her cousins, she's going to have a nice dinner and all that. You can you can treat yourself out. Self dates are a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to have a date with someone else. I'm just saying this for the single um, people. Um, you know, obviously if you're in a relationship, date night is important. Do not, do not, do not skip that. Date night is important. So I'm, I'm really excited for Valentine's Day. But, um, you know, for the for the single people out there, like, yeah, self-dates is definitely important, you know, because it keeps you in tune with yourself. Um, you can continue to just tap into things that you really enjoy. And, you know, like whenever you do get in that time where you're with someone, um, obviously you'd be able to enjoy their presence as well. So, yeah, you know, don't don't take those days lightly, you know, don't don't dwell in it. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people, they kind of bring that negative energy and uh, I can't lie, I used to be like that when I was younger, um, just because it was like, oh, yeah, I'm not in a relationship. I don't have someone to really spoil me or whatever, or I spoil them. But nah, you know, it's another day that you can really take advantage for yourself. Yeah. yeah I agree. Everything I said was, was awesome. You know, and I just, the symbol of Valentine's Day is what? Love? Wait, wait, you always see the, the red hearts, right? You don't see two people holding hands like this. That's not the symbol for Valentine's Day. The symbol is love right? You celebrate love, the people in your life that love you, the people that you love, your friends, your family, because it's about love, you know, it's about people who have really supported you and shown you that, that love your whole life or people that, that are in your life currently. You don't necessarily have to be in a relationship in order to celebrate that, you know? So even for me, one thing that I want to start to get in the habit of doing is appreciating even like the men in my life, you know, my family, there's people that have oh. shown me love, you feel me? Like, it's true, like, guys deserve, like, we need love too, right? And I have people, men in my life that I love. There's nothing wrong with saying to your brother, like, I love you, bro, I appreciate you. You know, so I just really want to get to the habit of expressing that and showing that, you know, the, the people, the men in my life who I consider my brothers and my family that have really supported me until I get that woman who I'm going to take care of, I can show them love or I can show my sisters love. You know, when I was younger, my dad used to get my sister's um, edible arrangements and chocolate and candy and stuff and just said it to them. Even when my sister was in college when my little sister was in high school and in middle school, he would get that and said it to them. So that showed me from an early age, these are my sisters, right? That's my dad to my to his daughters, right? So that's, you show love to people in your life that you love. It doesn't necessarily have to be a girlfriend or a boyfriend. It's just people that have shown you love and that you love. You celebrate that on that day. 
And I was just going to add one thing my mom always said to me growing up, she was just like, if nobody makes you happy, you have to learn how to make yourself happy. So like at the end of the day, you, no matter what the circumstances, like you got you, if nobody got you, God got you and you got you. So enjoy it's yourself. above us now. It's above <laughs> us. <laughs> but yes, you guys, that is it for this episode, Lonely, Lust, and Love with our two amazing guests, Sarah and Sadu. Thank you all so, so much for just dropping some gems for open, opening us up to, you know, different perspectives and everything. And yeah, y'all just stay tuned. We hope y'all stay 10 toes because we will only be bringing you what is hot <laughs> as we shake the tables. <laughs> yeah, we really had some great conversations today. Appreciate y'all for coming through, you know, hanging with us, you know, dropping them, them, them dimes. No people are really gonna pick some stuff up from this. So thank y'all so much. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Love you guys. Bye.